You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. What's up, Pharmacy World? This is Ashley Mendez, a CVS Health pharmacist intern, and you're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Show. Internos residentes del área farmacéutica. ¿Estás interesado en expandir tu conocimiento y experiencia dentro de la organización dinámica de CVS? En este momento estamos buscando a P1 graduados en 2022 y P2 graduados en 2021 que estén interesados en puestos farmacéuticos dentro de nuestra residencia de verano Summer Retail Spanish Immersion Internship. Esta oportunidad será ofrecida en varias ciudades a través de 15 estados el próximo verano 2019 durante los meses de junio, julio y agosto. Aplicaciones abren a principios de diciembre. Pharmacy Podcast Nation, this is the founder of the Pharmacy Podcast Network, Todd Yuri. I am excited. We are bringing back the CBS Health Careers team for the second CVS Health Summer Spanish Immersion podcast series. I think this is an extremely important part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network because of the very specificity that is brought to light with regards to interns, pharmacy students being part of an extremely important part of our population, which is our Spanish-speaking population. And the fact that CVS Health is extremely sensitive towards this, as well as being very uh, supportive to students looking for their futures in pharmacy. Welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast. I'm so excited that you're here, listener. If this is the first time you're listening, understand we've been around for nine years. We have 24 stations. This Pharmacy Podcast Network is built for the pharmacy professional, the five sectors of pharmacy, um, compounding, health system, specialty, community, long-term care, senior care. This is your network. This is your Pharmacy Podcast Network. Take a look on Google, Pharmacy Podcast. You'll definitely find many of our shows. I also want you to Google CVS Health Pharmacy Podcast, which you'll find their station. I have a special guest today, Ashley Mendez. Welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. So interesting. This is the second volume, the second series of the CVS Health Careers Summer Spanish Immersion Internship. I really enjoyed interviewing the previous interns from their perspective, which is the whole reason that you're here today. I'm just going to kick some things off before we get into the interview. Set the stage. Let us know about yourself, why you wanted to get into pharmacy, and tell us uh, where you're from and which school you're, you're with right now. So I'm originally from Miami, Florida. I'm currently enrolled at Mercer University College of Pharmacy in Atlanta, Georgia. My interest in pharmacy first uh, sparked when my grandmother was diagnosed with a pinched nerve. At the time, I was in my undergraduate career at Florida State University, and I wasn't very familiar with the different medications out there, and neither was anybody in my family since we have no healthcare providers in our family. And long story short, they prescribed her fentanyl, which is not the appropriate medication regimen, and I know that now thanks to school. But ultimately, we think that 
the misprescribing of this medication led to her passing. So I told myself that I wanted to have a career in pharmacy so I can prevent situations like the one that my family experienced with my grandmother from occurring again as far as establishing patient relationships and educating patients in the best way possible in regards to their medication therapies. It's really interesting, Ashley, that it's a personal story that prefaced why you wanted to even become a pharmacist. And I hear that story so many times where there's people that that aren't quite sure maybe in high school what they want to do, but then all of a sudden something happens to their family member or their friend that triggers an event or an experience. And the next thing you know, they really start digging and looking into pharmacy. I think it's also interesting that it always comes from a facet of wanting to help other people. And really that is truly at the heart of pharmacists that I surround myself with and that I'm proud to support. What do you think of being a pharmacist today? It's certainly not what it was uh, 20 years ago. It's much more uh, hands-on today than it was, um, you know, even five years ago. But what do you think of, of the uh, changes in pharmacy and, and what the pharmacist is going to be doing um, today and five years from now in comparison to 20 years ago? So the pharmacists now have more of an active role in the medical healthcare team. We are the mostly accessible healthcare providers. So when uh, maybe think they're feeling sick or um, just went through an injury prior to going to the hospital, they can visit at your local retail pharmacy and we can sort of guide them towards the appropriate solution. Um, I think right now our profession has improved as far as providing a point of care testing like um, diabetes, uh, glucose testing, cholesterol testing, we're now able to immunize, but I think in the future, we should be allowed to provide more of these point of care testing, like um, streptococcal infection, swabs, and things like that. We can help give patients the best care that they can possibly receive without giving them the headache of having to go to urgent care, to the emergency room and kind of facilitate that relationship between us. I like that, Ashley. We have another guest on with us right now who's being very quiet, but I want to bring him into the conversation. Defonzo, are you there? I am here. Hi, how are you guys doing today? Very good. Would you please introduce yourself and a little bit about yourself, and just like Ashley set the stage, um, about your background and why you wanted to become a pharmacist? Absolutely. So I am a P2 at the University of Pittsburgh School of Pharmacy, and my path to pharmacy was a bit unorthodox. Um, I actually am a volunteer EMT, um, but I had experience with patients hands-on, very hands-on, since uh, my year, actually. Um, and how I got interested in pharmacy was because I had a patient um, who was treating acutely who actually had overdosed on some of his prescription meds. Um, and seeing him come from a point of confusion, which led to his eventual overdose, which we were able to treat, um, 
and actually being able to sit down and talk to him doctors um, about things that pharmacists do on a regular basis, like MTM or medication therapy management, that kind of really sparked the interest for me, um, how we can have such a vital role in literally life and death. Um, and in everyday um, scenario, like like she was saying with her grandmother and the fentanyl. So I kind of just got intrigued from a early standpoint in freshman year as a, um, a first responder, actually. Fonzo, that is really interesting, and I have to say, um, you're you're pulling on my um, heartstrings when you said the word Pittsburgh because that's my home and that's where I grew up. So, um, go Steelers! <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Why did you want to do this specific internship? It it being kind of centered in, in Spanish immersion. Like, what was it about the Spanish immersion internship that that made you interested in this, Ashley? So I wanted to do this Spanish immersion internship because I wanted to grow as a pharmacist and as a leader by being exposed to a different patient population. Um, Here in Atlanta, the majority of the patients speak English. Um, I had worked at a CVS EMAS prior to coming or moving to Atlanta, and there was a Hispanic population, but not nearly as uh, significant as the population that I saw at Navarro, which is where the Spanish immersion internship took place. So throughout my pharmacy career, I found that the best way to learn the good and bad qualities of a manager is to experience the workflow of different pharmacies. And I also wanted to become more familiar with the logistics behind being a retail pharmacy manager. And this internship did just that. So, Defonso, what about you? What was your experience, uh, the typical day? Tell us, tell our listeners what that typical day looked like uh, during your internship. Absolutely. So, similar to what she said, my day was pretty routine in the sense that, you know, I would go in and build the necessary scripts, make the doctor calls, et cetera. The, the unique piece to it of, uh, of it all was um, I had the benefit of using Rosetta Stone in our downtime. Um, being able to brush up on my Spanish, um, as well as we had a, a lot of Spanish speaking patients naturally, um, but a lot of them had questions or didn't understand. So I was able to actually use that Rosetta Stone and actually use my background and having that Spanish to actually counsel patients considering I was one of the only people in the store who actually understood and was able to speak with those patients. Um, so I had a couple of unique experiences with, a, um, with the select few patients who didn't necessarily understand what they were taking, why they were taking it. And um, a young lady who came in with a foreign prescription who couldn't understand why she wasn't able to actually take that medication up here in the U.S. So we had a, a couple of unique experiences outside of the norm of just filling scripts and talking to doctors, you know, um, talking to patients as normal. Defonso, what skills did you gain as a result of this internship experience that's gonna help you better serve your patients in the future? Okay, um, I think getting comfortable. Um, it's, it's rather easy to, to sit there to talk to um, an English speaking patient and try to, I guess, counsel them on medications. It comes rather natural um, for the normal person because it's in the native language. It's it's just like having a normal conversation. But coming in um, 
to CVS during the Spanish immersion program, I had to overcome the fear of not only speaking in a foreign language, which I didn't use as often, um, and then still trying to be able to to counsel these patients on the medications um, in a way that they would understand that um, avoided the extra jargon and things like that, so having it in a patient-friendly way, and then also trying to maintain all that in a busy environment. So I would say getting comfortable with, with patients, um, specifically the Spanish population, of course, and then also being able to do that while under the, the stress of trying to, you know, finish my daily job. If you will. A, lot, a lot of insight into that. And Ashley, what about you? What skills do you think that you were able to uh, sharpen or cultivate based on this internship experience? So something cool that was a part of this internship was that we were a part of a mini test product development project. Um, so I believe the most valuable skill I gained as a result of this internship was improving my leadership through this project. So just to give you guys a little bit of background on what the project consisted of, each intern was assigned one of three mini tests and the mini tests included either bilingual refill reminder card and OTC interaction education for newly diagnosed counselors. And each intern was in charge of implementing their assigned mini test at their store. So I was assigned the newly diagnosed counseled mini test. And in summary, this mini test consisted of four back tags. Each back tag was a different color for a different newly diagnosed disease state, which were either hypertension, dyslipidemia, diabetes, or asthma COPD. And each back tag listed two to four key counseling points that were attached to the patient's new prescription. So this project allowed me to practice my leadership skills by delegating tasks to the technicians and coming up with a plan to follow up with their results and efficiently communicate those results with the CVS Enterprise Product Innovation Advisor and the rest of the interns during our weekly conference calls. So all of this, I believe, will make me a better future pharmacy manager, wanting to ensure, ensure efficient workflow and ultimately the best patient care. Ashley, that is a really uh, special opportunity that was wrapped into this internship that you had. I like hearing about leadership skill building because that's so important, not only for the pharmacy techs and other pharmacists that you're going to help and be managing, but also the patients pick that authority and that confidence up in becoming a servant leader. Servant leadership to me means you might be the leader, but you're also the one that's the most responsible for a balance between operational efficiency and workflow, but then also the safety and care of our patients. So that's, that's an amazing story, Ashley. Thanks so much for sharing that with me. Can you also tell me about a specific patient interaction during the internship that was particularly impactful and special to you? Um, so I developed a strong relationship with an 86-year-old woman who would take the public bus all by herself to our pharmacy in the hot Miami summer. Her daughter was ill and she had no other family members to care for her, so this was her only way of transportation to the pharmacy. So one day she brought in a new prescription for an antibiotic eye ointment that was not covered under her insurance so I assured her that I would contact the prescriber's office and take care of the problem right then and there due to her transportation issues. 
after communicating with the doctor's office and two attempts at different replacement therapies, we finally found an eye ointment that was covered under her insurance. So we promptly prepared the medication and got her on her way. And she was so grateful for the time and initiative that I had taken to accommodate her that from then on, she would always greet me with a big hug and kiss. Um, that's typical of Hispanics, um, kiss on the cheek type of thing, um, whenever she visited the pharmacy and this led me to develop great affection towards her because of it. That is so cool. That, that, that to me is very, um, it, it's, it's very, it, it like pulls on you wanting to do that for more and more patients. And obviously you're gonna, you're gonna get a, a bunch of patients who aren't exactly your favorite people because of maybe they're just having a bad day, but you're going to also get some very special patients like this, uh, you know, this, this older woman who, who now you'll remember for the rest of your life. Defonzo, what about you? Tell us about a patient interaction that you experience. I've had a few actually along the same lines of um, we've had a couple patients who weren't as fortunate enough to have, prescription insurance. Um, so oftentimes they would come in um, frantic about whether or not they'll be able to afford their medications or whether or not they can pick up one versus another, which one was more important and so on and so forth. Um, but we had a, we were fortunate enough to have a couple of discount cards and time on our hands <laughs> um, to actually play around with them. So we had a couple of instances where patients were trying to pick up maintenance medications for blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes, et cetera, um, where their co-pays were originally several hundred dollars. Um, and we were actually able to bring them down to around $40 or less. Um, and we were able to do this. We were doing this a couple of times a day um, where we were actually bringing down those co-pays or them. Um, and that resulted in a lot of patients just being ecstatic and happy to come um, back to the pharmacy and talk to us, um, both pharmacists, interns, and technicians. Um, they, you could just like see the joy on their face when you tell them that, hey, they don't have to worry about, a, say, a $60 copay. It's now $5. And like just seeing that day after day for me um, was just amazing. And it actually helped us helped us to actually foster a relationship with them outside of just being able to actually talk to them because of the language barrier. So that was pretty cool and unique um, in terms of having that experience. You know, I always think I'm starting into a meeting, a conference, um, an opportunity, even back in the day when, when I can remember the last, uh, the last time I started a first day at work, you always wonder what it's going to be like. You know, Ashley, when you see where you thought this internship would help you and then, you know, where you are today, what do you think? Um, how do you think this internship will impact your future plans? Well, prior to this internship, I didn't really consider working as a pharmacist at um, Navarro. And for the listeners out there that are not familiar with Navarro, it's a Hispanic pharmacy that CVS bought. So they cater to the Hispanic population. And I pictured myself working for your typical mainstream CVS. But after this internship, I was able to witness how harmful language barriers can be to the Hispanic population or any minority, really, when they're not able to effectively communicate with their healthcare providers. So this led me to realize that as a Spanish speaker, I would have a much greater impact on our community if I 
were to work at a pharmacy focused on serving a dominantly Spanish-speaking population like Navarro in order to facilitate and ensure optimal patient care, education, and adherence. What about you, Defonzo? What, what about the internship experience? How did it impact your future plans uh, with your career in pharmacy? Yeah, so previously I had no idea what I wanted to do. I came in um, to this internship as a um, P1, just knowing that there were so many different opportunities for me to take advantage of. Um, but coming well, post-internship, um, post-emergent internship, um, I came out with a deeper understanding of the need um, for one, specifically with the Spanish speaking population. Of course, we all know like Spanish is what number two on the um, world's list of languages. So it's becoming more dumb. There's a great need for healthcare providers to actually understand that language, to be able to speak to that, um, speak in that language, to speak to patients and things like that. Um, so I guess, in terms of what I gained from it, um, I kind of wanted to go into um, not necessarily um, a Spanish-speaking like um, field, but I want to go into global health now. That's something I've been looking into. Um, so along the lines of underserved population still, but it's definitely fostered um, interest in me getting into global health, which I'm starting to um, get into now. So, Ashley, you know, a lot of uh, pharmacy students are going to be listening to this podcast and really when they start searching for internship opportunities, um, they're going to um, they're going to think, well, you know, they have a lot of questions. And with those questions, I think as some of the leadership skills that now you've picked up, well, what advice do you have to 2019 interns that will participate in this internship and then others as well? So first and foremost, I would advise uh, 2019 interns that are non-Spanish speakers to not be intimidated or discouraged to participate in this internship. Um, The preceptors selected for this internship are bilingual and their corresponding teams are truly the best of the best. I had one of the best summers and work experiences of my life through this internship. And just for those non-Spanish speakers that may be a little Um, worried about communicating with their patients, I would advise them to maybe keep a miniature notebook in their white coat and use that as a quick reference for Spanish medical terms and say at their pharmacy. So this would be especially helpful for those interns um, who are not Spanish speakers and it would aid in breaking down any potential language barriers. What about you, Defonso? What words of advice can you give to our 2019 interns? I feel like she hit it on the head um, with coming in with an open mind um, and being prepared to take it on. Um, it, it was a, um, I came in as a English speaker. I knew Spanish. Um, so I thought very well and I, that that was not necessarily the case. The Spanish I knew wasn't necessarily medically based. We did have the um, opportunity to partake in a Spanish course prior to starting the internship. So I would say, just like she said, just brush up on your Spanish, have things handy, um, and feel comfortable asking questions to your preceptor who, like she said, will know um, uh, and understand Spanish and just have fun with it because it's um, a unique experience. And I feel like you'll come out learning a lot, have learned a lot. 
Well, Ashley and DeFonso, uh, it was really good to have you on the Pharmacy Podcast Network. I hope this means that you're going to become new listeners to the 24 stations that are out there about the business and profession of pharmacy. But I want to give a special thank you to the CVS Health Careers team. Christina Medina and your team are absolutely exceptional. And the dedication that you have to the future of pharmacy by building these internships is very special, especially when we're starting to cater towards the expansion of our Spanish-speaking population throughout the country, which that's very special as well. So with that, Ashley and Defonso, thank you so much for joining us on the Pharmacy Podcast. Thank you so much, Todd, and thank you, Christina Medina. Thank you as well. I enjoyed your time. You're very welcome. You can participate in care for patients with a variety of acute and chronic conditions focusing on Hispanic community, utilizing the Spanish language and learning more. It's going to be an exciting opportunity. Uh, Please look in the show notes for a link to actually how to apply. And fluency in Spanish is not mandatory to apply. Uh, Spanish courses previously taken in high school and or college or prior participation in mission trips to Spanish-speaking countries may provide a baseline knowledge for the program. Thank you so much once again to the CBS Health Careers team. And as always, we thank you for listening to the Pharmacy Podcast.